Because yeah. you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And so if you don't think that you're, you might not think your competitors are, are changing their prices very frequently. However, more often than not, we've found that as soon as somebody starts using our service, they say, they realize, oh, wow, I didn't realize that the market changes as often as it does. I think that they must be feeling a pain. I think the best clients that we have are people come to us when, when they're feeling a pain. And that pain could be that things are, that, managing their rates is taking too much time or they're not able to manage as many durations as they would like to or they're not able to manage as many days out because it's humanly impossible to to do that they're looking for some relief and that's what that's what our goal is is to give them this relief in addition to increasing their revenue i think when you first start is to start simple you are listening the revenue machine the podcast dedicated to revenue management in car rental. We have created it to enhance your January zone. I'm Emmanuel Scuto, the founder and CEO of Yield and a Revenue Machinist. My ambition is to give knowledge and share experience to get inspiration. To do what? To reach a new level of performance, but also to have a better clarity and more freedom in the way you do your job every day. So price fixing again, yes, uh, we know it's it's main headache for our current old customers facing this issue on a daily basis. We know it's so crucial and they cannot stop thinking about it. But we have to admit that it takes so much time for them and to, to update, to think about it, but also to pay attention and to monitor the market. It's really their, their day-to-day uh, uh, action. Let's say they, this is what they, they do every day. But it's not always the case. There are great solutions that exist and Right Highway is uh, the undisputed leader in this field of automatic price updating for the past uh, 20 years now. 22 in October. Wow, 22 in October. So today I'm pleased to welcome on the Revenue Machine podcast, Julie Flores, the co-founder and VP of operations at Right Highway. Julie is a problem solver. (laughs) And this is correct. This is how you describe yourself. So... She loves to understand their customers, uh, the, the, the issue they have with their rate to deep dive into the, 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 the problem they are finding, they are, they are facing, sorry, and to find the best possible solution to reduce the rate friction, their process, and to improve their performance. So today we are recording from California because we are at the HQ of Freight Highway yes. um, in California, in Irvine. So um, we are going to discuss uh, together the, the main challenge you face, uh, what, is your, what you have seen over this time, how to implement a, a good pricing, maybe structure, what are the good tips, what are the pitfalls to avoid. So I'm super happy to have you here. Uh, Thank with you us, for Julie. having me. <laughs> so can you, um, can you introduce yourself? Absolutely. So I'm Julie Flores, like you mentioned, and I'm the co-founder of Rate Highway. We have been doing this for 22 years in October, and it's been really fun to watch how the, the rental car industry has changed from 22 years ago. Um, way back when, they used to have a daily, weekend, weekly, and monthly rate, and that in the United States, and, and now it's just so different. There's so many more complexities and a lot more things to manage. It's almost impossible to do so by it's almost impossible for a human to do so oh, and, and do you think that this acceleration uh, came with the development of the i mean the huge development of the electronic distribution the channels the the variety of distributions like expedia priceline um, i don't know how how do you I think the industry i think the united i think it, the industry matured and they realized that it, car rental operators realized that they didn't want to charge the same amount for a one-day rental as they did for a three-day rental. Um, in the United States, the channel, I don't think, plays as much a role because Expedia has a most favored nations deal with the majors, where Expedia, from what I understand, they have to have the lowest price in uh, online. They have to have the lowest online price. 
So, um, so yeah, I think that it was, I, I think that it was just figuring out that they didn't want to charge the same amount for the, for a date, a, a daily length of rent is for a, a one day daily length of rent is different than a two or three or four day. And is it also, uh, maybe because you have been there in so, so for so many years, uh, a change in the people who are in charge? Eventually, at the be- like 20 years ago, mm-hmm. it was mostly um, owners, but maybe they are either retired or they get older, and now it's a new generation taking over. And with yeah. the, I don't know, the development of the operating system, which are maybe also more complex, more, uh, uh, they can, they can, um, they have much more flexibility to manage different prices. Yeah, that I think also that plays bring a more role. complexity to the to the approach. I think that's entirely possible. I think that probably played a role. Okay. Yeah. And it's interesting, and we'll discuss this also by the, the comparison what what we found in Europe versus US also mm-hmm. because now you have some clients in Europe. Right. So it right. could be interesting Very, to yes. uh, to to see this. Um, um, so. Just to have a quick um, um, uh, history of, of Ray Taiwei, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you didn't start by car rental originally, right? Correct. We started in the hotel industry. Yes, back in 1999, we were the first company to bring online uh, real-time rate, managed, rate uh, scraping mm-hmm. to the hotel industry. And we took that... We took that technology and in 2002 transferred it into the car rental space. And because uh, there was any maybe one client who came to ring to, to ring at the bell and say, okay, what you have done for the hotel, I would need it for the car. Or did you did you find out that it could be a good opportunity to develop the the business? So we had we had um, good contacts in the car rental industry, and at that point there were no there were no real time rate rate scrapers, if mm-hmm. you will, and they had something called filed rates, filed GDS rates. And so we recognized that there was a need to, to have both real-time rates for our car rental operators. And then we are also the first company to create a fully web-based product, revenue management product. Others were, yes, others were installed on computer systems. And so we designed the first web so you were really in advance at that time because 20 years ago, yes. that was not like a, we were not on the SaaS world mm-hmm. uh, at all. Huh? Right. Maybe, right. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember exactly when Salesforce has started, but the, the SaaS company 20 years ago, that were really, really like at the beginning of this uh, this era. Yes, yes. It was good. exciting. Ah, well, so you never implement any any computer hardware, I mean, no, like, or install never. software locally. Right. Everything is, everything was web-based. Okay. And... Uh, um, at that time, I mean, uh, you were mostly American uh, company, I mean, dedicated yes. to the American market. Yes, we were 100% American uh, US customers at that point. And mostly uh, your, your, your set of customer, uh, your, your current clients are mostly independent car rental, franchisee from, from big networks or also corporate accounts, like meaning corporate brands, like, I don't know if do you provide services to... Uh, Earth's uh, US or uh, to their corporate uh, um, operations. Or... Right. So I, I can't say who we, who we provide pricing to uh, because that's one of our competitive advantages. We want to make sure that we wouldn't that's fair tell enough. multiple <laughs> okay. customers. But yes, we do provide corporate and franchisee pricing and we also do independence. So we, we, have, we offer our services to every, every type of business. And what are the... Uh... Now you are expanding also to Europe. I don't know since how long you have started to, to tackle Europe. Yes, it's a really exciting adventure. It's very different from the United States in the sense that in some, in some ways it's a lot simpler than the United States because they don't manage as many, as many lengths of rent and they don't shop as frequently. Their pricing in Europe doesn't appear to change as often as some markets in the United States. However, we do have the challenge of brokers and the pricing on different channels and broker management and, and a lot of different complexities. Okay, so the complexity is more linked to the, the structure of their distribution. Mm-hmm. Right. While, that's interesting what you said, the way they do 
as far as what you have realized over these last years, is like they shop far less. Yes. Yes, they can get a, some, in some busy markets, it would appear, they can shop maybe once per day or once every other day, whereas there's markets in the United States and th there's, some, there's some markets that are shopping every couple hours or every hour just because the rates fluctuate so much. Okay. And um, when you're mentioning the, um, the, the, the length of rent, also the durations, mm -hmm. you have noticed also that they shop less in terms of duration bands? They have Absolutely. Yes, it, it, it seems as though they, they combine more of the duration bands. And so you might want to, in, the, in European markets, we've seen that sometimes they would consider a two through five day or two through four day the same duration band. They'll price them the same. Whereas in the United States, we've seen more individual lengths of rent or durations being priced. Interesting. And... Uh... Do you have any, any I don't know, uh, feeling that it's a, a good way? Or what, what would you suggest for you? Do, do you think, say, why are you shopping so, so, I mean, so little? Why are you tethering or, or linking your duration with some others? Right. Or uh, do you think there is opportunity that they miss? Or uh... I think it's entirely possible. I think each market is so different and each, each company is different. And I think that... Is I think that the revenue manager is essential to have an idea of what your competitors are charging and what your market, what the landscape of your market is, because the landscapes differ. Why? There are some markets in the United States also where they have the same duration, where they have, they don't shop as many at lengths of rent or durations. You know, I mean, this business for, uh, uh, we yield for the last uh, 11 years now, and I, one of the advice that we give to our customers that they, they do not shop a lot they mm -hmm. do not shop enough mm -hmm. uh, and i was not referring to the number of durations but it could be a good example but it's also more in terms of frequency i agree with you and also in terms of uh, of um, being able to monitor the future mm -hmm. with more details we have only one client so far we're shopping every day for the next 60 days out mm -hmm. and so we have very deep um, very clear level of how the market change, how the price, how the competitors are, are what is their, uh, what are their, uh, their pricing tactic. Right. Because therefore, you have no holes. You don't miss any data when you shop once a week. Uh, mm -hmm. It's definitely right. not enough. Yes, because yep. you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And so if you don't think that you're, you might not think your competitors are are changing their prices very frequently. However. More often than not, we've found that as soon as somebody starts using our service, they say, they realize, oh, wow, I didn't realize that the market changes as often as it does. So it's just good insight. It's a good way for, for, for companies to get a pulse or a gauge on their, their market. So shop more. <laughs> That's good. We have a, a common point yeah. and we are really pushing, not, not honestly, not to do business, but it's really to be able for our customer uh, to have a better control, a better vision right. on what the market, how the market is behaving. Mm -hmm. And um, you said earlier, maybe they have a kind of, uh, can I say, that? some belief mm -hmm. <laughs> and they have right. some habits. Yes. And, uh, and in fact, uh, just the data can show mm -hmm. that is this belief is true or it's just a belief and yes. we have to adapt to something else because there are more operators and more uh, different uh, uh, behavior from the different brands and uh, I agree with you with you Ed. we should definitely shop much much more and you were mentioning earlier the, the the element of the broker how how it's something new compared to what you've seen the in the US yes so in the United States it's when you send a rate to Expedia or to a website that is the published rate whereas with brokers they put the additional the broker fee on on top of that so it's challenging for customers to know exactly what to change their rates to because there's no clarity as to what the broker commission is going to be. We have something exciting coming out in the next several months that's going to help help fix this or help give insight to our, our customers. But right now that's a big that's a challenge that we're seeing uh, a lot of European. And, and can you announce? 
Just for the revenue, but vodka, I, revenue machine podcast, or it's too early? <laughs> it's a little bit too early. Okay. Oh, yes. But yes. that will be but something... But it's, it's coming out very shortly. Cool. Yes. I can't wait to see it. Yes, yes. <laughs> If it's It'll a... be... It's powerful. It's, it's really powerful. Okay. If it's a way to be able to understand better how those, those brokers are playing with their markup and to identify a little bit more the retail price at the end, that yes. would be wow. That would yeah. be so enlightening for the for the for the customer. Because... We'll give you a sneak peek. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's excellent. Um, do you see any other and any other um, differences also between those those two approach? Maybe mm. uh, due to the um, I don't know for the, to the operating system because you have been. Uh, I mean, there are some European operating system like Wheels. Uh, that is entering into the American market, mm -hmm. um, but um, and the American market and the American operating system like TSD, Bluebird. I don't think if they are in Europe, I've never heard about them. So do, do you see now? You know the two uh, platforms. Do you see some major differences in terms of either data collection, but also data writing? How to load the price? That's a tough one. Um, I do see some I do see some differences. I feel like I keep in mind I'm not the technical person, but from what I have seen, <laughs> it seems as though the the reservation systems in the US they adhere they they support the multiple lengths of friends and it, they streamline the process. And what I've seen with some of the reservation systems or the PMSs in Europe. Um, I think that they 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 have benefits also, whereas whereas they have lots of different ways and channels to to update rates to to different brokers. Uh, you don't see that as often in the United States. At least we haven't. Um, so would you say that they are more flexible or uh, here in the US, but however they have less complexity to manage compared to the European side. I think the U.S. Um, I think the reservation systems in the U.S. manage United U.S. customers great, and then I think that the the reservation systems and in, in internationally in Europe they manage their European clients well. Okay. And it'll be interesting when more people in Europe get on an automated. Re re revenue management tool it'll be interesting to see if those reservation systems stay as is or if they change to to reflect more rates being changed okay. on a daily on a daily basis when you have a um, usually when a when a client is coming to um, to your platform or with rate highway Um, do you have the, their, their major concern? Why suddenly they decide to drop their um, way of doing, even mm -hmm. though it could be partial, partially automatic and although they can load their own file by right. themselves via Excel, Micro or whatever, pivot table, I don't know how. Um, do you see a big change for them? Why suddenly they decide to come and use this kind of service of the automatic rate uh, management? Like you, you provide. I think that, I think that they must be feeling a pain. I think the best clients that we have are people come to us when when they're feeling a pain, and that pain could be that things are that managing their rates is taking too much time, or they're not able to manage as many durations as they would like to, or they're not able to manage as many days out because it's humanly impossible to to do that, and so in order to justify coming to to rate monitor to rate highway or a company like ours i think that they need to they're looking for something they're looking for some relief and that's what that's what our goal is is to give them this relief in addition to increasing their revenue i will come back to the to the output after to, to the outcome afterwards and uh, um Last year, during the, the forum of Wield, we, we did an exercise with the customer. We asked them to say, okay, what kind of um, um, combination of criteria do you use to update your price? Mm -hmm. So eventually, 
uh, okay, I've updated two duration bands. Um, I link all the cars, so it's okay. Then I can manage a couple of days out and how frequently you do it. And they came with a kind of a computation. They multiply a two times three times 10 days in advance or whatever. And then I said, okay, now you take all the durations you have, all the car groups times all right. the stations, time all the, 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 the days in the future you want to update the price. What is the result? And they figure out that they have like, I don't know, 10,000, 15,000, 30, oh, 200,000 yeah. combinations. And so can you handle it manually? Mm-hmm. It's impossible. And they realize instantly that, oh, oh effectively, it's impossible. Right. So they have to, to make it. They have to, to uh, select some of the criteria and they right. miss all the others. Yeah. Yes. They do what they can, but... Uh, it's impossible to do, absolutely. to do everything. And then the time it requires to update. Mm-hmm. If you have to start over again tomorrow, yes. in a yes. couple of weeks, All you get that. mad. Right. <laughs> because you will never do it. Right, right. So, um, that, so it's so, a tremendous uh, cost, uh, time saver. So for you feeling this pain, and I, I, I like this word, of relief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is the type of, of words you hear from your clients afterward as soon as they are mastering their, their automation or... Yes, we hear, we, hear, we hear that. And then the thing that we hear most often, interestingly enough, is just how, much in, how it's increased their revenue. It's, it's, they, they see an almost immediate uh, correlation between increased revenue and starting with our product. So that's really exciting. And, it's... and how do you explain that? Because the pricing is not, it's not only a question of, uh, of the number of combination you handle. It's also mm-hmm. how do you price your price? Right. How, how do you explain this, that it suddenly it increased their revenue uh, significantly? I think it's because now they have the time to manage these further out dates. They're, they're, able, to, they're able to compete, be competitive on multiple lengths of rents, on different car, you know, their car types are, are competitively priced. And it's, okay. So yeah. it gives them a, a much better control, factors. a much better overview of everything. And so they can anticipate it instead of reacting. That's right. correct? Yes, yes. So we think of ourselves as a calculator. We're great at... at, at crunching numbers, but we need the operators to figure out what their strategy is and then implement it into the system. So we're giving, we're giving them relief in the sense that now they don't have to manually go out and see what their competitors are charging and then input that information in the reservation system. We can, we can do that for them. So we're, we're their assistant. Can you, um, in that, uh, in that sense, describe a little bit for the audience, how, what are the, 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 the different steps uh, you follow? I think you have like some sub-modules in, in it way. So how do, you, how do you start? What are the, the I don't know, the, the three. three or four st- the steps that the client need to follow in order to make it happen? So they, they start we, by monitoring the market. I don't know how to right. start rules. So we have the three C's, which we've had forever. We, do, we, do, we collect rates, we compare rates, and we correct rates. So the first C is collecting the rates. What we do is we we our system goes out and finds out what the what the market price what their competitors are charging, and then the customer will will have already predefined their rate strategy. So if they want to be for simplicity's sake a dollar less than the the highest competitor. They they'll will input that into our system, and so as soon as the collection is done, we'll start comparing their rates, and then we'll we'll present them with a, a strategy. We'll give them um, suggestion reports, so that way they can see, oh, okay, in order to be at my strategy, I need to do this, that, and the other. And then we also have a correction module, which will which will either automatically or the uh, or the customer can manually go through and accept each of the rate changes or each of the rate suggestions. And you have some clients that they, they collect prices and they have this comparison, but they, they don't have any, any automation to update or usually they take those free because it does not make sense just to collect and analyze yeah. uh, if you cannot change afterwards. Right. Well, we have some clients whose reservation systems are... Uh, are 
a little more antiquated or and so we we are able to provide them with a suggestion report and then they can go and then they can download that into the required format and send it to the reservation system or they can manually key it in but to your point nine out of ten times people have all three modules oh, yeah. collection comparison and, and correction and 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 something i i that is important for me is that as a revenue manager is not always to compare with against a, comp a specific competitor but right. more uh, a, a basket of competitor mm -hmm. meaning like if i am a premium brand i want to compare I mean, example i'm your car i want to compare with avis budget uh, avis uh, six and 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 earths not that i want to be a dollar or a euro cheaper than six I want to use it as a basket and position myself maybe yes. below the average or in the market right. of these guys. Is it possible to? Absolutely. To... Yes. Okay. And not only that, it also depends on where you are with your, how utilized you are. So we take utilization into account as well. So if you're running low on cars because you're overutilized, then uh, you can adjust your rates. You can have different strategies based on the different utilization. So if I understand correctly, so you collect you compare and you change the price, but this comparison will also be linked to the utilization yeah. that you have, mm -hmm. and therefore you can set some uh, rules, that's right. correct, according to these, uh, to these utilization. Exactly. I'm, I'm, that's right? That's exactly right, yes. Yes, okay. you can have different rules based on different utilization levels. All right, because that's effectively super important for me, I was always scared, and mm -hmm. that is definitely not the advice we give to the customer to adjust their price based on the market only, but no. also based on what is your portfolio, what do you expect in right. the future. Right. Okay. That's and, very important. And do you see this um, um, used by the customer a lot, or they are mostly positioning their price according to the competition? That's it. How do, how do you... Mm, I would say about... 40% of our customers, 50% of our customers use utilization. Um, they, they're utilization based. The, yeah. The challenge is not everyone trusts their utilization numbers. And I think that's, or they have, a, they're not exactly sure. I think it, it concerns them that the utilization numbers are not exactly what they're expecting. And so, um, and so I think they're a little hesitant to, to add that additional well, feature. You're touching a super important point here on the data. And do you think that they are, it means that in their process of I think managing, it, they, they, are not re, they do not rely on the data they, yes. they get? Yeah, well, I think they rely on the data, but I think operationally, there's a lot of people who don't classify the vehicles in, in the proper way. So I think it's more of a, from what I've seen, it seems to be more of an operational issue, which is a good thing because that means that each cl each client has the ability to to make a change in order to get good utilization data. It's I don't think they're I don't think the systems provide inaccurate data. I think the humans don't classify them correctly. Anyway, that's a problem of uh, of input. Uh, that's um, so for me. That's a shock. What you are saying because. Uh, I thought I had this image as a European guy, as a French guy, to see, okay, American, they are extremely processed, super well organized on this kind of thing. And you are telling me that maybe 50% yeah. of your customer, uh, they do not really, it's not that they don't trust the data, but they don't have slow, so, so rigorous processes yeah. to, to input this data correctly. I think everyone's so busy trying to run their operation that those things are not always at the, at the forefront of their their mind or their training. That's yeah, I'm totally wheel. speculating. <laughs> okay, but that, that's, that's good that uh, that's good for wheel, no? because yes, <laughs> eventually yes. we can bring them a lot of value. But it's, am it's amazing because for us, when it, whenever we have a client, the first thing we look at is the quality of data, mm -hmm. how good the data are set, are input into the system, how the dates are set, how the status of the cars are managed. That is crucial because otherwise, it's like driving it your is. car without a control panel or uh, not your, your gas. Your know, speedometer. Yeah. Your speedometer yes. or the, 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 the gas level right. or whatever. It is impossible. Yeah. Or you have your mobile phone, you don't have any labor, uh, battery level mm -hmm. or you are not sure if the battery computed is right. good or not. I mean, yes. you can do it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's amazing. That's amazing. So in that, it's exciting. It is, There's a lot of growth opportunities. Absolutely. Yeah. That's super good. And that, yes. uh, that shows also that uh, in some ways, Europe are maybe more structural, let's say more, more rigorous mm-hmm. on this particular type of, uh, of uh, managing the data. But uh, now I understand why eventually you still have 50% of, of yes. guys not using the utilization right. impact. Right. Um, Everybody wants it. It's, it, that's something that really excites our potential customers. Um, and then just bringing that to fruition or making that happen is something different. I think it's, it, it requires a little bit more work on, on our customers' part. Um, in your, because as you are in charge of operations, you mm-hmm. handle and you, you discuss with a lot of clients uh, for the last 20 years, 22 years, sorry. Um, <laughs> How do you um, how do you see a good way a good practice to have a successful um, um, price automatic price management mm-hmm. in place? Did, have you seen some very good way of, of of preparing it? I don't know managing it and uh, what kind of recommendation if you could have your own operations and you would start right. tomorrow with five hundred cars or one thousand cars. Um, what kind of advice would you give to the to our audience to to make it a success? Great question. I think when you first start is to start simple. Um, what we try to do is we try to automate what we, what our clients are currently doing. We try to automate their process, and and sometimes. Yes, we try to automate their process, um, and to, to keep it simple is is really important. Um, there's a lot of there's we've got a tremendous amount of options and ways of 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 doing things and improving their strategy. However, I can't stress enough how important it is to start simple and then to get that simple the simple strategy going and then to refine and to get, to continually refine. And it's really important to have a dedicated rate manager or somebody dedicated to, or an owner of of the of managing rates. I think somebody should always keep their finger on the pulse just to keep an eye on how things are going, so they can refine and tweak and fine tune. But do you think that I mean, usually, if you have an expert in man, in managing the prices, the way he or she has done in the past may not help you to have this simplicity because in that case they say oh but you know we've been doing it for the last 10 years this is exactly what is my structure and i want it to be duplicated into a way and eventually this is where the, the difficulty starts it does it for some first there are we have run into some situations like that and then and then we overcome that by starting simple and then it gives our the operator or the revenue manager a chance to 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 reflect on their current process and to to say "Mm, does this work or doesn't and if it did work then we would absolutely implement it and if it didn't then we would we would change the okay i like this approach of using this uh this uh phase also to revamp Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit what has been done so far and and see uh how eventually with your expertise yeah. uh, view how you can make it simpler i'm always <laughs> yes, advocate for that yes yeah okay and so. always refining just always looking at the results and seeing what needs fine-tuning and how do you measure those um, i mean it, is it usually something that you can provide on right highway or is it mostly on the customer side that it's, you on, can... it's on the customer side because they have insight into the reservations and and what yeah, unfortunately. And we would love to get that information. We'd love to have that. So you said, so start simple, dedication, so have somebody as an expert on knowing exactly, and then refining. Mm-hmm. Any, any, any other good, um, I don't know, um, tips that you have seen or experience that you could share? Um, ask questions, see what... Um, I think that kind of sums it up. Okay. Because it's a it's a constant. There's it's just a competitive it's a repetitive process. 
make a change, see how, see what the results are, and then if need be, change it some more. And when those guys start um, symbol, do you see that most of the time they go and make it more complex on the on on the way, on, or finally compared to what they have gained in terms of time consumed to update their price manually, etc. They are finally happy and they keep this structure going. I'd say it's 50-50. There's some who continuously refine and change and sometimes they go back to the original way. And then there's others who, once they've implemented rate monitor, then they, they're happy with it. And then they, they keep it going and they've got a, 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 an assistant to, to make sure their rates are competitively priced. And... Um, and there's different skill levels. There's there's so many different variables. I think some people who are less who, who don't have time or who don't have a, a dedicated full time revenue manager, I think that they kind of they set their rules and then they or their strategy and then they set it and forget it. And so it's just running in the background. They know that that's happening. Whereas others who have more time to dedicate to to revenue management, we see them changing their. Their pricing, their and is it a, uh, based on your experience? Is it a question of uh, company size to have this dedicated revenue manager or pricing manager, Absolutely. or is it mostly a question of mindset of people? And eventually, you can have a five hundred car operation mm. with already a, a de- somebody dedicated, or it will not be full time, but eventually it will be like twenty right. percent. But they know that it's so crucial that they want to have like one day of a week dedicated only to this. Great question. How do you feel? I think it's a little bit of both. I think for small, small companies, sometimes the owner, for instance, is wearing a lot of hats. So they don't have the, the ability or the revenue to be able to, af- to afford somebody else doing it. However, it's also a mindset because as soon as you recognize the importance of managing rates and what the benefits are of of doing that then your growth can skyrocket so i'd say 80 percent mindset 20 percent i love this because effectively for us what we are singing is like it's really a question of mindset and say okay even though you are a small operation you are really involved in the in the in the yeah. operation on the day-to-day eventually stay at home half a day a week mm-hmm. don't be disturbed by anything switch off everything and just concentrate yeah. on your pricing your analysis your strategy it will be much you will get some better results mm-hmm. than try to be a shiva with multiple arms doing right. everything at the same time being disturbed by operation clients right. uh, back office whatever so um, so for you you agree that it's really a question of of mindset, mindset. and it's it's possible mm-hmm even though you are a small operation, it's not, re- it's not, <laughs> come on, the, uh, can I say, sorry, uh, it's not only for those big companies. No, not at all. No, we've seen some really exciting things. Uh, it was, there was a small independent brand um, and they believed in the importance of revenue management. And so they had, they actually, they hired someone to work part-time doing it and they have grown, their fleet has grown, I think is probably, like tripled in size or even more they've just seen a tremendous amount of growth and they're still they're still seeing the benefits and growing and even though this person was a part-time mm-hmm. anyway. very part-time very very part-time like maybe five hours a week three to five hours a week and they were able to just that dedicated time made a big difference that's amazing what you just said like five hours a week only but fully dedicated mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. have a huge impact mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's been exciting to watch and i've seen a i've seen a client here recently and uh, uh, this guy is is young um, he has this data mindset this mm. way of looking at the at the data analyzing extracting um, uh, these elements from his operating system and uh that was really for me something fresh to see 
Yeah. Yes, with this type of personality, we can really do things because this guy is really uh, dedicated to this mm -hmm. part, even though, uh, again, he's managing his operation and staff right. and clients and cars and defleeting and fleeting. I mean, all the things we are, we yes. know that it's uh, extremely crucial in the operations. Yeah. But uh, it's refreshing and it's exciting to see people with that mindset who, who enjoy it and to see the benefit and work hard to make sure that. And this guy has only 800 cars, so it's not like a, it's not a huge operation. Mm -hmm. It's significant, but it's okay. Let's say it's more like on the low part of the of the market in terms of fleet size. Mm -hmm. But we see that this guy is making a difference. Yeah. So um, that's great. And so you said that the good things are to start simple, uh, eventually keep it simple. Mm -hmm. But that's the the as future. As simple as we'll possible. Say. Yes. Well, voilà. Okay, because it's better in terms of to manage the speed and the power. So I say, okay, keep it simple and make it extremely powerful. And to learn the system, to, to keep it simple so you can learn the system, so you know how to do the fine tuning and how so you know how to adjust, make little changes here and there when necessary. But yes, I think it's, if, it, if you don't start simple, it can be overwhelming and then to learn a new system and then to, to A, have a new system, and then B, to learn it and learn how to manage it. I think it's it could be overwhelming. And you said dedication as yeah. low as five hours a week? Yes. I mean, uh, that's that's impressive. So yeah. it's uh, yeah. to see the, the, the result. And then, I mean, analyze the results, mm -hmm. go back to them, see how we can be better, etc. Right. Do you have any other good... Um, let's say tips to share or that you have seen uh, in addition to, to, to that? Oh, I'm sure there are. Uh, are you, do you yes. think that these guys also, this personality, this mindset is the type of, of people that also come back to you regularly to ask for more, to ask, uh, I mean more, not like a, do this job for me, but right. what do you think? Give me some tips. Give me some um, asking questions to you as a, as, a, as a support manager in order to continue to learn or to go deeper into the system. Right. Yes, they ask questions as to because a lot of them, they have they have ideas of what they want to accomplish. We, of course, don't give any strategy advice or any market advice. But if when somebody comes to us, these those yeah, they come to us and they have an idea. Can I do this? How do I do this? And that's really exciting. And so we hop on a training call and show them exactly how to do that. And that's how you are. A, that's why you are a problem solver. Eventually, it's, it's not a, a problem, but how you can solve and help the customer. Yes. This is what you yes. what you love. We all <laughs> love that. Anyway, yeah, we've got a great support team, and we're here for all of our clients. Okay, now if we go on the opposite way, um, what are the, the, the main pitfalls, the main mistakes uh, you have seen that are... Overcomplication. Overcomplication, that's the most, that's exact opposite of the simplicity. So yes. yes, you said overcomplication. To the point, yes, to the point where where it's challenging for for a client to manage their own their own web of of complexities our system is extremely flexible and you can do anything you want in it however sometimes you can get if not if not careful it's easy to get tied up and so i think being overcomplicated at first especially is is one of the downsides are the challenges and is it because for example this this person are linked to um, a network or are licensee of a brand and therefore they have a lot of constraints either to manage their local uh, pricing and operation but also they have to match the regulation or let's say the the structure of the mother company like the big brands or uh, the crs structure of these uh, top guys like wizard greenway cobra and stuff like that Oh, it's more okay. I think it's I think it's they've got really great ideas. I think they have a really great idea that they want to implement and let me see if I can do this. I think yeah, yeah, I don't think it necessarily has to do with system restraints. I think it's just wanting to to see the power of the system and the 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 I to see the ideas of their of their strategy come to fruition or 
But then it generates sometimes frustration because they are overcomplicating it. Right, yeah. right. And then it's we remind them, take a step back. What is We have to remind them or we work with them to figure out what the goal is. And maybe this complicated way of doing something is not necessarily the best way or the easy, not the easiest way, but maybe there's other ways of accomplishing what they want, but in a less diluted way. Right? Okay. And again, as you said um, um, earlier, that for them, most of the time, it's because it, it requires too much time. So you have to restate the fact that, right. hey guys, what were your initial goals? Am I right? Am I right? Yes, exactly. Uh, okay. exactly. So the overcomplication, do you have any other element of, uh, of, of bad experience or things that the client should not do? Hmm. Um, Do they, do they have, for example, I don't know, like a, they want to have, um, they don't really anticipate enough the future. Maybe they are too much oriented to their... Um, the now. Yes. Now, like over, the yes. upcoming days, and yes. they forget to look in the future. Over this kind of, mm-hmm. yes, anticipation, mm-hmm. lack of anticipation. Or, Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we see that fairly often. And we try to encourage them to look further out so that way they can anticipate the bookings and, and get them in, in the right place. And is it because of their, um, their belief that my business is only a last seven day, um, last seven day business or, um, I, I would, I would imagine. Yes. I'm not. Because when, when I was with this client last, uh, this, this week, what we figured out, we looked at the data and the guy told me, oh, you know, my business is um, less, between last 14 to last seven day business. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, let's look at the data. And uh, thanks to the, the yield, uh, we were able to look at the, the, the advanced booking pattern. Hmm. And in fact, we realized that, um, yes, he's making 50% of his reservation on the last three weeks. Hmm. However, it means that he got already 50% yes. much earlier. Yes. And in practice, it's not right. a last minute business. No. So again, it's no. a question of, you know, feeling, Planning. habit, belief that, no, no, my business is a last minute. No, it's not true. Look at the data. Right. The data right. do not lie. Yes. Yes. And uh, for, for him, it was uh, interesting. Yeah. Well, your company, we yield provides so much benefit to clients because you, you, you also teach them what to look for and what you have that data. So it's extremely beneficial for, for clients and it gives it, it opens their eyes to, to different ways of looking at things. Any other, um, pitfalls or uh, that you have, um, that you have seen, um, that if we start or if you start your rental operation today or tomorrow, what would you not do? Uh, according to the, um, I, my thought is keep car type simple. However, I recognize that different markets have a need to have lots of different zip codes, but when it comes to comparing a zip code compared to other like car types, I think it, it becomes challenging. So, so do you recommend therefore to to group those car those, those car groups together those car types together in order to create like some some when possible like, yes yes it's so like it makes mini it and to together compact least. intermediates for example right and, uh, and so the, the what you see is like if I'm understanding correctly that the clients they want to set a pricing strategy for every single for ECA code or ECM or EC yes yes. And there are, rec- I absolutely recognize that there are differences to the SIP codes, but whenever possible, grouping them, like you're saying, is, is helpful when, when it comes to managing. So that's interesting because normally the, the revenue management is a, is a, is a micro decision mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. the level of the day, of the car, of the market segment eventually, uh, if we can. But in the meantime, if we want to have something efficient that we can manage, you suggest that we, we, we should bundle a little bit more, especially at the beginning, right? Especially Trust. at the beginning. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes. Okay. And, and with regards to Rate Highway, then we're able to, if, if you want your ECMR to be 
5% less than your ECAR were able to do that, but at least just bundling when it comes to the shopping. How do you mean you are able to manage that? How do you do, do you? We can, te we can tether, we can, we can, we can make sure that the different card types have different rates. Okay. But we can, so we shop one group of cars and then you can manage each of the different SIP codes if need be. So their complexity of the customer is mostly because they want to make sure that the ECAR has a different price than the ECMR or the CECMN. Right. And so they want to shop everything. However, right. you suggest that, okay, let's focus on the biggest, I mean, the largest fleet part, yeah. ECMR, for example, and then we will tether, we will adjust the price decision with, I don't know, 5% cheaper for the ECMN and 10% or 20% yeah, more for the ECAR. Mm -hmm. And therefore you, 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 you light up, uh, you make it much easier. Yeah. Okay, that's um, a very um, good tip. So the group, the car. Because we, yeah, well, what we've seen often is some 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 customers have esoteric have different uh, unique SIP codes, and so nobody else in the market has them. So they don't very often. So sometimes they run into the challenge of not of not getting competitive rates back for that SIP code, and that's why I would say group them. Grouping is is helpful. The um, you were talking later on of an example of a customer that had great results. Um, I think in the in the system you can also track the number of changes of prices or this kind of thing. Uh, uh, do you have any measurement or I don't know, like the if you do it at a high level of intensity of changes, mm -hmm. there is a strong correlation with the, the, the results. And we see that when some client, maybe they have some rules that are not okay, correctly set, therefore that generate not a lot of, how do you call it? Price change, correct? Mm -hmm. That's right, mm -hmm. that right. your third C is a change. Um, and therefore uh, the impact is diluted or is not as expected as, uh, as they, they, they wanted to have. What is the, um, do, do they have to, 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 um, to set a lot of rules in order to make sure that for every single point they will generate a change? Or um, I just wanted to know, yeah. maybe my question is not clear. I would like to know if there is a correlation between the result you get and the number of changes. Uh, right. So we only have the back. We can tell you how many changes you've done. Okay. But we don't see the front part. We don't see what the results are, unfortunately. The reservation or revenue per unit. Yes. Or, okay. Yes. Yes. But with regards to figuring out if you're shopping too many, too much, or not enough, we do have a, a, a way of seeing how many, how many, reach, how many changes took place because of that pro, because of that shop, because of that profile running. And so we have a way of, of managing and monitoring that. And we, some of our clients, they believe that, okay, because of the market situation, most of the rule that I'm going to set will trigger some price reduction. Mm, yeah. That's, that's, that's not, no, no. It, we, we, we haven't seen that. We've seen the opposite. A lot of times it actually increases the price depending on, on the market. But yes, we've seen we've seen the opposite there's there's ways of there's ways about that 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 our team can can discuss but ways of of making the market go up and and down and but it, it does not it's not we haven't seen any instance we haven't seen the the spiral to the race to the bottom is what a lot of people like to call it okay because effectively if you set your price to the level of the cheapest and either I want to be $1 up or 1% less than the cheapest. We mm -hmm. can imagine that the one soon as the spiral is started. Down, so, right, yes. right. But you say no. What happens when you put, when you start raising it? Because we're, we're, you can also, you can also raise the prices. And then if people are, are met, are watching your rates, then they'll essentially raise theirs as well. And there's, there's lots of different. Okay. And, and, uh, does it, I mean, can it be that in fact, the more operators that are using your solution or this rate update, this rate management tool, you've seen that the entire market locally has increased in terms of RPD, revenue per day or revenue per unit, in terms of value, let's say, mm -hmm. or it's 
so much linked to the um, the behavior of some crazy competitor that are just pulling the price down that effectively it's tough to to measure any link it's it's a it's a little bit challenging to 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 see a link because we to your earlier point we don't, you don't have to if there is one of those one of your competitors who are continuously going down there's ways of there's ways of ignoring that that competitor so it doesn't bring your price down in the and you mean hopefully. so you can as soon as they reach a certain level they can be removed from the rule or it's just like uh, you can do it you that way own... there's yes we we there in our system there's multiple ways of doing that we can we can exclude them from the comp set or we can we have we have ways of saying if something goes we have ways of addressing that <laughs> okay <laughs> So it's it's good too because one of the stress of the competitor when they, they know their market say oh but if I follow this trend eventually my price to. will just continue to go down and down and right. down so uh, there is ways to prevent this and eventually also to have the, the market right okay because right. what I've seen in my experience it for sure when um, uh, a current operator starts to put in place some revenue management after a couple of months the competitors. They start to follow mm -hmm. because they say, oh, I don't really understand what this guy is doing, but apparently it's smart. Mm -hmm. Let's stick to him. And therefore, we see that eventually when you increase your price, they will follow you by one yes. percent or two percent, whatever. But uh, it's a way to uh, to make this uh, market better in terms of, of profitability, in mm -hmm. terms of RPD. And uh, we have seen also this, uh, I don't know if we say positive spiral in English or, yes. uh, or, uh, or good results. But that's something that we we have seen in many places where we are. So um, for yeah, the audience, that's... don't be afraid to put in place revenue management. It will right. be for the good. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, you said earlier that um, that the uh, you have new uh, new feature that will be released um, uh, soon. How do you see also the, the evolution? Do you have any, any, any feeling about the evolution of the, of the industry? I don't know, on the market? Um, do you have some mm -hmm. um, demand for a kind of sophistication with, I don't know, um, AI, demand forecast, these kind of things? Or you think like super remains extremely... Uh, no, there's definitely, I think, the machine learning and the AI technology is definitely definitely part of the industry and is it's we've got it it's it's kind of table stakes now everyone has AI or mm -hmm. the AI technology it's just how um and I just that's exciting to see also and exciting to watch and we've got some additional exciting things coming out also with our with our Athena oh okay yes, cool which, also, you don't want to... to, to I, I don't want to spoil everything. Yes, <laughs> okay. yes. So we have to follow the, 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 the news of Right Highway exactly. soon. By the end of the year, exactly. we'll, uh, we'll know much more. So oh, there's yes. two big releases, two yes. big new features. Yes, that will Broker be, and Athena. Okay, on the Broker or side and on the AI. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, and um, but also, when we, we go to this AI, there is for me... A, kind of um, magic hmm. behind this and uh, you said I mean everybody said oh that will be the revolution that would be so good and I have the feeling that it's a way also to be a bit lazy not to dedicate enough time into the, the, the data and what you said earlier regarding the quality of data in the operating system there is something absolutely certain if the data are not clean mm -hmm the output of the AI will be extremely bad. Right. It comes with a lot of data, but good yes. data. Yes. Otherwise, I mean, the... It's the better reserve, to have, yeah. Uh, it's better not to do it's anything. It's better yeah. to have zero data than Absolutely. bad data. Yeah. So this kind of... Um, do you feel it also in the market that maybe people, they don't really understand what is behind, what are all the, 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 the tricks behind this um, Oh, yeah, I AI think it's a buzzword. It's, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, it's definitely... It's... It's definitely a buzzword, and I'm not sure if everyone understands what it is as well. Personally, do you use uh, ChatGPT or uh, or the uh, oh. AI stuff? Or uh... embarrassingly, yes, yes, uh, I've played with it a little bit, just for my personal. Yes, it's it's really it's quite amazing. 
Oh yeah, amazing, embarrassing. You said you were saying embarrassing. Why that? Because I'm so amazed and I enjoy playing with it on my off time. Okay. Yes. Yes. What about you? I am playing a, a lot. Yes. Um, I'm always cautious between uh, uh, from the fact that what they display is come it's already public. Mm -hmm. So in fact, the power of this is to be able to aggregate the contents. Yeah. I mean, at an incredible speed, yes. in an incredible uh, quality, as long as you know what you are talking, what what you are reading. I mean, if you have no clue about the yes. topic, they can, the AI can provide you something that it's totally wrong. Yes, yes. So you have to know what you are talking about. You have to have this. Um, um, eyes of critics being able to analyze and make sure oh, oh, this thing is not good. However, for the speed, mm -hmm. um, and especially I would say in the marketing to present some content and reformulate this content, mm -hmm. um, or, or, or just, or, um, honestly, I use it a lot on my websites and huh. stuff like that to communicate on that. So it's extremely powerful and it gives yeah. a very good result. But be careful, there is no magic behind it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and the client, right. they should not like say, oh, that will be the new. <laughs> it will be a revolution, but uh, we I have to know what the. the yeah, yeah, that's right. It's done. I don't need yes, to do anything. Yes, I don't need to do anything. Yeah, I don't right. need to read, and that's for me the right. worst. Yes. <laughs> um, um, what um, we are close to the, to the end now of this, uh, of this, um, of this first part of this podcast. Um, What, what drives you on the day-to-day? -day? What, what are you... Uh, uh, challenges. Our, our customers and challenges. Uh, I, embarrassingly, again, I look forward to going into work every day because I don't know exactly what's... I have... There's, I, I don't know what the day is going to bring. It's, it's fun and it's, we're always looking to improve our product and oh. our team. Um, Is we, we follow the same process as we tell our clients to do something, to reassess what's working, and then refine. And so we're constantly doing that. We're refining our product, our everything about the business. But so I, yeah. What you were saying regarding um, simplicity, analysis, dedication, refining, mm -hmm. uh, re refinition, I don't know if we say that, uh, to refine it. Uh, it's not a theory. You are doing it every Correct. day, right? Yes, yes. Okay. This is what Always trying to improve. Okay. Because in this business, uh, I mean, it's extremely complex. I mean, the, the, I mean by that, the, the fact that you are playing with the next super important data, which yes. is the, the price that would be used. So right. if there is one technical mistake and the price, instead of being $100, it is $1. Absolutely. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that can be a disaster. Yeah. We so, recognize and, and appreciate and are honored that customers are letting us help manage their business. That's a big trust. And hopefully it is, yeah. They have a lot of a lot of trust. And you would not, otherwise you would not We, be in this business for the last 22 years. years. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you would have disappeared anyway right. if you would be a, right. bad, uh, a, yes. a bad solution provider that will not be. In this business, either we are good or we are out. There yes. is no uh, in between. Yes. So, uh, and it's a small, small industry. Oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. And if you look at the number of uh, systems that exist or... Uh, Yield management expert, we are very few, in fact, yes. uh, in the in, in the business. So, but if you look at the hotel industry also, and you look at the uh, at the CRS that exists, mm -hmm. um, the operating system we call PMS also, most of the big hotels or the chain they use always the same two three tools. Mm -hmm. um, then for independent hotel with 20, 50 rooms, that's possible to get another tool. But most of the time. Uh, Uh, you have like the super big systems mm -hmm. that are extremely reliable and are everywhere in the world. Yeah. So, um, so that's uh, that. That's good. Do you have any? Um, not want to know you a little bit. Do you have any um, method to progress? How do you learn? How do you continue to to progress on your day to day? Um? Well, I I I like to. I like to discuss challenges with, I like to understand things and, um, and then I, I like to understand challenges and then I take them back and think about, hmm, what, what about solutions? Things, I think of ways that we, things can be solved mm -hmm. and, and yeah. And do you, do you, um, How do you, for yourself, how do you continue to, uh, 
to learn or to progress? I don't know. Do you do you read? Do I you read, follow? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You read a lot. Some. Um... Mm. I I have two young children also, and so I don't read as much as I would like. Okay, you're yes. a busy mother. Yes. So that's yes. tough to. I right, right. It's hard. It's there's a lot to juggle. <laughs> I can a lot imagine. To juggle. Yes. Yeah, teenagers. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yes, a 12 and a 15. Uh, okay, so it's a difficult time then. Uh, yeah, I, lots I of driving. Absolutely. When I was looking backwards, yes, for sure it was difficult yes. for me at that time too. Now, fortunately, they are not at home anymore. Yeah. So. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful time. Exactly. But I don't get as much reading time as, uh, yeah. as I would like. Okay. Um, so, um, do you publish or are, are you... How can we contact you? Are you on, I don't know, I'm on LinkedIn, LinkedIn yes, right? Yes, so you we can, can contact, contact you if, me, absolutely. Okay, if we have any questions or if Anything, the audience wants to learn more about uh, High Taiwan, the solutions yeah. and the, the challenges they are facing just to discuss yes, with you. always, always. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Um, so, um, thank you very much for this time. Thank I know you that for was a bit me. stressy at the beginning. Uh, it was the first time <laughs> that you, you did it great. So thank you for, thank for, for you. your trust. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me and for asking. And it was a good opportunity to, uh, to know more also about this, uh, this uh, great approach that for me, that's the end of the revenue management process, which is to, to implement the mm -hmm. decision. And right. in revenue management, we either do a, uh, a price or we do a fleet um, inventory controls mm -hmm. but price definitely is the big part so thank you yeah. for having shared your uh, your good tips and your uh, you. your warnings not to uh, to do some uh, some mistakes thanks a lot for this time uh, thank Julie. you thank you for having me you reached the end of the revenue machine podcast i hope you enjoyed this moment of sharing ideas and tips give us a five star if you liked it that's the only way to be seen in the magma of podcast you can also forward this podcast to two other people you love. Wheel Team is available to help car rental operators who are frustrated by the data they have and the data they would like to have. But also the one who wants to be guided along their revenue transformation process. Contact us. Bye-bye.